The Sarah Fraser Show is a daily podcast covering pop culture, reality recaps like Sister Wives, 90 Day Fiance, and your favorite Bravo shows, plus guests of all kinds. You might learn something too, and a splash of Sarah's own personal life. Hint, she's been trying to have a second baby at 42 and shares every last detail about it, for better or worse. The Sarah Fraser Show has been featured in the New York Post, Daily Mail, and more. You might have seen Sarah's recently only Lifetime's Married at First Sight kickoff and mid-season show show with host Kevin Frazier. So check out the Sarah Frazier show wherever you get your podcasts. Do it. Just do it. Expert in fucking power. Great power. For the fifth time it's your boy Sean. <laughs> What's up Wikimaniacs? Welcome back to another Monday with your boy Sean. It's your boy Sean. Welcome to the Reddit on Wiki podcast. And with me today, uh, no John still. Uh, he'll be back soon, probably the next Monday, I would assume. But it's uh, the sweet prince, Josh himself. Hi, back from vacation, I hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope both of us. Hopefully, we have safe travels. Yeah. Um, I still don't have my passport yet. I'm oh. very afraid. Oh no! Did you pay for like the rapid ship? Is that a thing? So, so I got this. I applied for it back in very early June. I want to say like the first or second day of June. And I called like, they're like, you'll get it in August. And I was like, okay. Didn't get it in August. So I called uh, late August, early September. And I was like, hey, where's my passport? <laughs> and they were like, oh, we haven't even processed it yet. And I was like, are you kidding me? And so I was, they were like, would you like to like transfer it to the auto office so that we can expedite it? And I was like, yes, they, I leave in like two weeks from when that phone call was. And they were like, okay, um, so someone's going to call you in, if they accept the transfer. And then uh, it might go through, it might not. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so two, uh, no, not even two days ago, yesterday, I get a phone call. And they're like, oh, is this Josh? Like, we got a transfer request. Your pictures weren't accepted because you had, a, like, glare on your nose or something in the picture. And I was like, motherfucker, are you going to tell me this a month ago? So I had to rush, get pictures, get my guarantee to sign it. And it was just a whole fucking mess this morning, rushing there. And, um, yeah, so they said they're going to have it to me by Monday. And... Uh, I leave Tuesday. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, I am very stressed right now. It is a very stressful time for me. I don't think I will be not stressed until I'm on the plane. So, <laughs> God. This might yeah. be the thing that pushes you over the edge and you start drinking in Greece. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'll be calm then. I'll be like, oh, I made it. Thank God. <laughs> it, it'll be if I don't get to go to Greece. That'll be like motherfucker <laughs> like, i gotta i gotta go join the truckers in their rally fuck you trudeau <laughs> fuck the government yeah i oh, want to say that a similar thing happened to ryan on my bachelor party ryan from my other podcast really because he's canadian right yeah he's he has dual citizenship i think but, gotcha okay but he paid for like expedited shipping on his thing and he didn't get it until like a few days before our trip to cancun he was like oh yeah, dude it's fucking stressful. Fucking, it's crazy. Uh, was that in America or was that Canada? America. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
So you guys are experiencing similar issues then, it sounds like. <laughs> At some point, yeah. Yeah, damn. Well, uh, I mean, fingers crossed I get it. and uh, we're, man- we're manifesting it. Otherwise, Sienna's going to Greece. Sienna's <laughs> going to Greece without me, I guess. <laughs> we'll give it to Ringo. Yeah, she did joke about that. Hopefully, hopefully that doesn't have to happen. Yeah, we're manifesting it. You're going to go, my guy. Yeah. Well, this episode comes afterwards, so we'll we'll find out. We're manifesting <laughs> that you're there right now. Yes, exactly. There it is. Uh, but yeah, it's a Monday episode, uh, so it's a Reddit readings episode. Uh, before I give you guys today's rundown of episode or rundown of stories, Josh, do you want to give a shout out to some commenters in our various social medias? Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, this is the section where I do. TikTok, YouTube, Discord comments, all that kind of stuff. I think this is going to be the first time we ever do uh, subreddit stuff. Ooh. So um, there was a few posts on subreddit. And the first one I wanted to address was a post by user uh, Ketri, I believe. And it was titled Thoughts from a Fat Woman. And it's in response to a story we did like a month ago, like August, I think it was 22nd or something like that, where... Uh, a listener's boyfriend wanted to keep the relationship a secret, uh, presumably because she was conventionally like overweight or whatever, if you remember that story. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this this post actually goes into like detail about Ketri's experience growing up experiencing um, fat phobia and like the microaggressions she faces every day. It's a very eye-opening story and I, I urge everyone to go read it. We'll link it in the show notes. So go there, you know, Share her, share love towards her, and and uh, share your stories if you have any. And you know, hopefully, we can. I I would read it. It's very long. That's why I'm encouraging you to go read it yourself and and experience it. But uh, hopefully, telling stories like hers and uh, we can ex- you know shape a more accepting society for everyone. So that's uh, that. I, that's the first one I wanted to address. Um, any thoughts on that, Sean? Yeah, I read that too. In fact, I was almost going to choose it as one of my. Reddit reading stories, just oh, to, you know, okay. talk about the it. episode. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I, I didn't really, uh, I was like, maybe that's something that we should just tell people to look at. Yeah. You know, to check out the subreddit for that. Cause I don't know if that's, you know, cause you could post on the subreddit. I think the podcast maybe gets a little bit more ears than the subreddit gets eyes. So I don't know if maybe she wants it completely out there. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I chose against it, but yeah, it's a really good read. And, and we, we only want like good comments towards her. We, we don't want any, like any, any, you know, and I, I don't think our community would, we have a very yeah. positive community, but if I, if we ever do see any like negative toxicity or you're out like of that, there. you're, you're gone. So, um, keep it positive and, uh, and share your own stories and, and, you know, go check out Ketri's, uh, post, which we'll link again down in the. The show notes. Yeah, they make a ton of great points. And uh, Absolutely, it was really yeah. informative if you don't know about that kind of thing. Heart-wrenching um, in, in some sections. Because, like, I mean, I am traditionally, like, uh, fairly average weight. You know what I mean? And so I've never experienced that kind of stuff. And, and hearing about it is, is very eye-opening for me. Mm-hmm. So the second post I wanted to address is... It's a it's a wide pivot from the from the last story, but it comes from user Bread Tins, and it's titled Reddit on Wiki Fanfic. 
And it goes on to say, I was re-listening to the last Smut episode and it made me think of how the, as the podcast gets more popular, someone will eventually write fanfic and or Smut about you guys. And I can't wait for the day you'll have to read it on the show. <laughs> hey guys, uh, stretch goal uh, for Patreon. Uh, we will write, film, and star in our own fan fiction. We're going to write it too. Yeah, we'll write it and we'll reenact it. Uh, I hate everything. Full about nudity. This. <laughs> Does Patreon allow nudity? I don't know. We'll, we'll make it uh, only fans if need be. I don't know if I want to do the nudity part. We can do reading. <laughs> it could be tasteful. You could do tasteful no, nudity. No. <laughs> tasteful nudes. <laughs> The people um, want it. They're clamoring for it, especially you. I don't think anyone cares for me as much. I want, you know, those, uh, you know what I think would be a hilarious is because John really gets into them, right? He, I think it'd yeah. be funny if, you know, those TikToks where people act out like roles between a couple and they're the, they're the, it's one person acting out different roles. I think it would be mm. hilarious if John acted out all the roles. Of the smut, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Of the smut, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we much got, like, TikTok would not allow smut to get popular. I'm sure. Oh, uh, we wouldn't post algorithm. on TikTok. I'm just saying <laughs> the, the idea of of John acting out all of the roles and and just getting very into it, like, <laughs> it's hilarious to me. Um, so I I enjoyed that one. And uh, the final post I want to get to is from user, uh, Emirs, I believe. And they ask, can we talk about episodes here uh, in reference to the subreddit? And uh, that is an excellent question. And going forward slash a few weeks, because right now when we're recording, it's early September. So I've already Mm. started doing this. But every time an episode releases, we're going to put a Reddit post titled something like today's date episode discussion. And then everyone can discuss uh, the the episode or share updates to certain stories that we covered. um, If you you want to discuss things there. Yeah, if there are updates for sure, because sometimes it's hard to keep track of. People will be like, is there an update to this story? And I'm like, I haven't thought about that story for months. (laughs) So um, if you do find updates to the stories we have talked about, like we can share them there or stuff, whatever we we happen to do. Yeah, so those were the subreddit stuff I wanted to to cover. And I'm super happy because we have tons of people using the subreddit, which is awesome. Fantastic. Uh, I think it's going to pass our Discord numbers pretty soon. Which is crazy. Whoa. Our Discord yeah. is pretty active too. So that's it is. Yeah. No, that I mean it's, it's they're both doing really really well. So it's uh it's kind of cool uh, to see. Yeah. It's super cool to see and talk and like, you know, find ways to, you know, we're talking in all the platforms that our Wikimaniacs are comfortable in. Discord, YouTube, subreddits, uh TikTok, TikTok, Twitter. TikTok's harder. Yeah, I was telling <laughs> Wait a lot, a lot of comments. Sean, yeah, we. I was telling Sean yesterday. I think it was. I was like, if you're looking for stories, we're tagged in a bunch of on TikTok. <laughs> Which, by the way, brings me to. I mentioned to Sean before the episode as well. I was like, I have a bone to pick with you, Sean. With um, me, with you, or and John, uh, both of you, because you do the Monday episodes. Seems racially charged, but okay. <laughs> Trust me, it has nothing to do with the race. Uh, <laughs> but the. Uh, your favorite subreddit, True Off My Chest, Sean, has had a viral video blow up. I don't know if you saw it on TikTok. No. Where the, a man tells, uh, um, presumably a man, t- talks about his... Is this, this is something that I have on my thing. Is I think it? it blew up on Twitter too. 
Is it about sex okay. songs? Yes, it is. Okay. God okay. damn it. Yeah, this is the one that I was, I'm talking about that one today. I was going to get so mad because we haven't, like, it, it's going to be way dead when it's we gonna talk about it. It's going to be dead by this, by the time it comes out because we record so, so far in advance. But yeah, that's okay, one of well, my stories. I won't spoil it, but I was so excited about this one and I was mad we haven't done it. So I'm excited that we could, we're doing it. I was wondering if we could play like a clip of the song. Like, is there a five to 10 second allowance? How does that work? podcast there might be youtube might be okay with that i'll look it up and then i'll talk to christina our editor and see if we can't throw in a a snippet of the song (laughs) yeah when we when we read it i'll be like and here's the song and then we'll just edit that out if uh youtube is being a little bitch i feel a lot of our listeners have the same algorithm and so they'll get like they will have heard this i I feel on their on their tiktok i didn't see it until uh somebody posted it in our subreddit oh man we're gonna today i'll talk more about it but (laughs) it's it's amazing Uh, it's been my favorite trend over the last few weeks oh weeks it's been going on yeah yeah, probably about a uh yeah week and a half two weeks probably now yeah shit that's our bad (laughs) y'all it's gonna be a month old by the time we talk about it (laughs) i know no one's gonna want to hear it but maybe Uh, you know how fast content moves by it'll be like a nice little flashback again they'll be like oh yeah remember that that was so hilarious. Get nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia <laughs> about it. All right. Well, is the that's everything from our comments section. So let's go ahead and get into uh, the stories this week. So sounds good. We have coming from relationship advice from the Wikimaniac subreddit from Reddit on Wiki subreddit uh, user Cloudpass zero one set. Yeah, 0175. I can't read. I'm sorry. This is my 35 male girlfriend, 35 female, tells her coworkers that we are cousins. Oh. I also have... Go ahead. Oh, God. Okay. Continue. Sorry. I also have from r slash true off my chest, I think I've destroyed my marriage. My wife refuses to see me or speak to me I'm not even allowed to know where she is. Yeah, I think that would destroy it. (laughs) Yeah. I also have from Today I Fucked Up, as teased by Josh earlier, (laughs) my 20 female girlfriend of two years told me the music that I, 25 male, played during sex is weird and a major (laughs) turnoff. And our last story. I'm so excited. After our ad break and before our this day in history is from r slash advice my 28 female sister 35 female is demanding i either abort or let her have my baby oh my god yeah you really went salacious with these titles today sean yeah they went crazy i'm trying to make it easy for for (laughs) i guess i have to title my own episodes now we're doing a new format we're trying to get work off of josh's hands uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make it easy for myself now. I guess. God damn, it must be nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I completely forgot that I was titling these. Uh, whenever I pick these stories, so truly, my intent was to make it easy for you. <laughs> that's fair. I, I, that, that's nice of you. I try sometimes, you know. All right. So this first story again is from r slash relationship relationship advice. <laughs> From uh, our subreddit, uh, it was posted by CloudPaz0175. 
Okay, so my 35 male girlfriend, 35 female, tells her coworkers that we are cousins. My girlfriend and I have been together for six years. She keeps hinting at wanting to get married and talking about what her wedding will be like someday. So I've decided to take the hint. I bought an engagement ring a week ago and am planning to pop the question sometime soon. Well, over the weekend, she had a work function. This was the first time she's invited me along. I'm not super outgoing, but I was kind of looking forward to meeting all of these coworkers she talks so much about. For some reason, every time we talked to somebody, she would introduce me as her cousin. I thought it was a joke at first, but she kept doing it all day. What the? (laughs) When we were driving home, I asked her what all that was about. And she said, didn't want people to have the wrong impression. What? When I asked her what that meant, she said she didn't want to talk about it anymore. And I shouldn't be so upset. She then switched the conversation to her favorite TV show. Why would she introduce me as her cousin? Should I insist on her telling me why she did that before I proposed to her? Uh, that's uh, his question? Yes, but there is an update. Oh, okay. Can I respond to that Yeah, first? you can respond to that There's first. a lot of, a lot of, a lot of weird things in that. Yeah. Um, the first weird thing is like, that it's been six years you've been with her and this is the first time you've gone to a work function where it sounds like she's close with her work, like her coworkers. Mm-hmm. So that's weird. Unless it's like a work from home thing, I guess. There, there's a few scenarios where it might not be weird, but it just seems, seems even odd then, that they haven't. Work from home has only been like a big thing for the past two years. Two years. Yeah, exactly. For and, six years. And I feel like work functions were very big before 2020. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Christmas or, or whatever. I mean, maybe they're just at a school or something and she just started work. Who knows? Uh, yeah. um, so it could be weird. That could be a red flag. It's also very weird that she's calling you cousins. Like, I guess, but even then, like introducing someone as your partner at like a work event is fine, right? That's not weird. So I don't know. It's a very weird that she's calling you. Unless you're trying to fuck someone else. (laughs) Yeah. But also, why would you bring your cousin to a work event? (laughs) Also strange. Yeah, that is weird. That's a weird move. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely press more. And I'm curious to see what she says. All right. Let's get into this update. Okay. There was a lot of good feedback to my question. Although some of it was fairly mean. I decided her. I don't know. (laughs) I decided to give her a call and be very blunt with her. I asked her if she was cheating and she seemed very confused. Also, phone calls weird. Why would you do it in person? Yeah. For this kind of conversation, you think you should be in person. It's been six years. Uh, That seems weird. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. When I pressed... She got angry and told me she's always been faithful to her boyfriend. Now, it was my turn to be confused. And I asked, who was your boyfriend? Uh, Long story short, she's been dating another guy for the past year. Wait. She has been hoping that he would propose, hence all the wedding talk. And apparently, 
She's never thought of me as her boyfriend. I have misread the past six years very badly. Oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so this dude just thought they were dating? For six years. For six years. What the fuck? Yeah. What? <laughs> this is like a, oh my, this is like a nice guy where he's just like, oh, we're friends. And I thought we were like, I thought we were closer. Than, <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Oh my God. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That is fucked up on so many different layers. Like, oh, there's more. Did you, oh God. Like, did you do things that would imply that you were dating? Did you have sex? What's going on? Why did she introduce you as your cousin and not your friend? Not as a friend. I don't understand. There's so many questions. I'm still confused. <laughs> I've read this whole thing before and I'm still confused a little bit, to be honest. But Holy. to continue, she kept alternating between very apologetic, saying, I am so sorry that I gave you the wrong impression. And also, but how could you have possibly thought we were together? Yeah, dude. That's on you. <laughs> Unless she is like and saying we're boyfriend, girlfriend. That's oh my god. Anyway, continue. Sorry. No, you're good. Baffled. It's a, it's an insane story. <laughs> well, sir, I feel pretty stupid right now, but on the bright side, I'm glad I found out now before I proposed. Now oh, that would have been awkward. <laughs> imagine. I just got done signing up for a new match.com account. This evening, I'm going to return the ring I bought, and I'm going to be hoping for a better day tomorrow. Um, That's... I... Some, so is that it? Sorry. There's some more comments. So that was it, but then okay. he put some comments for clarification. Okay, put in some comments, and then I'll, I'll get my final takes on yeah. <laughs> Because some <laughs> of you were asking, no, we were not having sex. I am asexual okay. and don't really like sex. Okay. We would say love you to each other, but looking back, it was probably more of a friendly thing, kind of like a love you guys. Mm. We would hang out a lot and share a lot of our feelings. We sometimes would go to a movie together or grab dinner with just the two of us, but oftentimes we did things at, together as a group. Here's the worst thing I've read so far. One time that sticks out is that she organized a double date. Looking back now, I realized that I was actually supposed to be on a date with the other girl while she Ow. was with her boyfriend. <laughs> that explains a lot now, like why the other girl kept brushing up against me and stuff and why she seemed really sullen at the end of the double date. Man, I'm such an idiot. Also, oh, man. an answer to more questions. No, we did not live together. Yes, I met her family. Uh, we... Do not kiss. We have talked about having kids and being married, but in hindsight, I realized she wasn't talking about doing that with me. Um, I have taken care of her while she was sick. I helped out when she injured her leg, but otherwise not really. Uh, we do not share a bank account. We do not call each other pet names. We do say love you, but again, more like in a love you guys sort of way now that I'm looking at it. And holidays together we have spent, uh, but more so it's kind of celebrated in a group setting. That's oh, everything. Man. Go off, Josh. <laughs> I well, I don't even want to go off now. I just feel bad. Yeah, um, it's like, six years. You know, that's rough. Yeah, 
I mean, but I do know there are people like who, I mean, I'm, I have terrible social skills. So I, I, you know, can empathize with someone misreading mm-hmm. social cues as something more, especially if they're, you know, if they have like some social anxiety or social ineptitude or something like that. So, you know, I can relate to that. Not to that degree ever, though. <laughs> that is an insane amount of time to think you're dating someone just to find out you've been friends for that long. And then also, like, it's it's weird to me that they got over it so quickly. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, Match.com the next day. That would not be my move if, if I came to the realization that past six years of my relationship have been a lie. Yeah. And even in my own mind. And I would, I'd be like, okay, I need to take a minute to, you know, figure my shit out before I just hop back into the dating pool. <laughs> Even like, cause, cause if it was a real relationship and you come out of that six years, like that's dramatic. Like you it takes, yeah, you can be pretty destroyed. It takes months and years, sometimes years to recover from that. And so the fact that they're just like, oh shit, I fucked up uh, match.com. That's where I'm going next is, is wild in a, in a sense. But maybe they, I don't know. I think that does speak to like, you know, how they take social cues. The fact that they were able to just go on match.com the next day and like kind of just yeah. put the whole six years aside and be like, what a oopsies. <laughs> what a hilarious oopsies. God uh, damn it, right? <laughs> yeah, like, oops, I really messed that one up. I'm silly. Uh, yeah. yeah, like you grabbed the wrong order at a takeout <laughs> window or something. <laughs> yeah, his whole non-reaction is... He had a ring. He was ready to propose. Yeah. So like that is fact, emotional. Yeah. Uh, like, it'll, like confirm it. You're just like, okay, I'm ready to, you know, lock this down. That is going to be I don't, awkward after that to hang out with her. But like, I don't know. I, I It's so, it's, it's a very strange situation. I feel bad for him. And, uh, but it is at the same time, like, <laughs> How did you not figure that out or talk about it? Um, very weird. Very weird for sure. Yeah. I'm like, I guess, I don't know. I've never been, I did, like I've said multiple times on this podcast, I didn't really date around a lot. So I don't know. Like I've never experienced the, uh, not being clear with like terms on like what a relationship is. Oh, Sienna and I kind of went through that. Not like, not in like a severe sense, but like there was a point two summers ago before we were dating where Santa's like, okay, we talk every day. We hang out all the time. Well, like we, we visit each other cause we were long distance at that time. Mm-hmm. She's like, are we exclusive? And I was like, I thought we were, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not been talking to anyone for a long time now. Uh, I thought this was what, what this was. And she's like, okay, good. I was just confirming cause we'd never actually talked about it. And then like. A while later, I asked her to be like my girlfriend or whatever officially. Yeah. But it was just like, I was so confused. I was like, oh shit, I thought we were. <laughs> I, hadn't, I had no other ideas about it. So. so sometimes you could just slip into these things and not really know. Oh, it happens. But it's definitely like, like it was like a, maybe a two months before we, t- we, Sienna was like, are we like exclusive? It wasn't six years, you know what yeah, I mean? Six years is a crazy. <laughs> Also, yeah. like social media and stuff. If she, uh, maybe, maybe they're just not into social media. But I'm like, How? a whole year of her dating a guy, you would think you would see like 
post of them together or something. Especially if like you're a really good friend, like you would hang out with them, obviously, right? Yeah. And what did you know she what talk I mean? to you about boyfriend things? That's what I would think. I mean, maybe he just thought it was. But maybe she was just talking him. about. Oh man, that's. <laughs> it's weird that you talk about me in the third person. <laughs> yeah, and my boyfriend was like, "What did I do?" <laughs> so is strange. my pet name John? <laughs> some, <laughs> some other name. <laughs> it's weird how you call me another man's name, but okay. <laughs> kind of into it, so it's fine, yeah. I guess. <laughs> All right, ready to move on to the next uh, one. It's uh, I, gonna. Be, yeah, uh, I'll, just like that other guy, I'm ready. Turn around quick. Yeah, match.com. <laughs> we're ready. This one is taking a complete 180. This one is low key, could have been saved for our Halloween episode. These are all from the Wikimaniacs cross posting on subreddit, right? Yes. This is great. They do way better research than you guys. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, you guys are already. Are uh, this is from our listener with the Reddit username. Desi Shay. Okay. They got this off uh, r slash chew off my chest. This one is a wild one. It sounds like a TV show and it's kind of scary. Okay. Uh, it's very upsetting too. Oh but no. Here we go. I think I've destroyed my marriage. My wife refuses to see me or speak to me. I'm not even allowed to know where she is. Oh. Is this here the dude go. that prank called his wife? No. <laughs> This one is much worse. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I'll buckle in. I don't know if this thing goes here or not. I made a friend. Let's call him David. Uh, at the gym. We got on well, and the friendship started to translate outside of just being gym buddies. We regularly hung out after work or after the gym, and it was nice having a friend I could spend some time with. Almost three weeks ago, I invited him over to my house to have dinner with me and my wife. My wife and I cooked dinner, and at some point, her sister-in-law called, asking if her three-year-old son left his alligator socks at our house, as he refuses to breathe until he gets it back, <laughs> <laughs> and turns out he did leave it at ours. Respect so, that. <laughs> my wife decided to drop it off. While my wife was away, David arrived. All was going well until my wife got back home and saw David. She suddenly started screaming, and I mean she was letting out some blood-curdling screams. Oh, God. She was just shouting for David to get out and waving a knife around. David left, and I asked her what happened, but she honestly couldn't talk as it seemed like she was having a stroke or a heart attack. So Holy. I called for an ambulance and she was admitted at the hospital for having a severe panic attack. She was hospitalized for three days and she did not speak the entire time to literally anyone. Oh my God. On her release date, she just left and no one would tell me where she was. I've called everyone we know and no one will speak to me or tell me where she is. Then... Finally, her sister texted me a long text that was full of expletives, but it did explain what I did wrong. David was the man who took her hostage for nine days when she was 12 years old and then stalked oh. her for seven years until he went to prison for another crime. He was never Holy. punished for raping her, 
or for holding her hostage. I mean, my jaw fell to the ground. I knew all about this as she had told me about it from the beginning. I just don't know how I didn't recognize him. I don't know how to fix this. She refuses to speak to me or visit me, and I don't even know where she is now. Some extra information. Yes, I called the police, but according to them, he hasn't committed a crime. I invited him into our home, and it's not illegal to give someone a fake name or befriend me. Yes, Jesus. I've seen pictures of him, but I just forgot. I don't know how I forgot what he looked like, but I forgot nonetheless. I saw pictures of him in his late 20s and saw like three prison photos of him taken in 2017, 2018. Yes, he does look different now from those pictures, but not enough for me to not recognize him. I really don't have a reasonable excuse for not recognizing him. It is clear that David had planned this. He clearly befriended me to get to my wife. He also gave me a different name than his real name. I don't know where my wife is as I am not trusted. I'm not allowed to know. And her family and friends have completely frozen me out. People have literally changed their phone numbers, privated all their social media. I mean, this isn't their first rodeo with this man. My wife was keeping track of him. But he was released earlier from prison, but the records were not updated. So we both were under the impression that he was still in prison, but he was released early December last year, and he went straight back to stalking her. And I let him into our lives. I let her into her private space. Of course, I regret everything that I've done. I wish I could have recognized him earlier, but I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. At the time of the rape and imprisonment, he was 22 years old and she was 12 years old. She knew him through his stepbrother, who was a fellow student of hers. David had his own place and it kind of was the party house where all the kids went to. So he was the, quote, cool guy who hung around preteens and teenagers who he also sold drugs and alcohol to. Her family did try to go to court, but it was dropped by the persecutors. He also claimed she was his girlfriend and that she had run away from home. It was also known that she had a crush. Twelve, yeah. Holy shit! It was also known that she had a crush on him at the time, and his lawyers twisted it to fit his claim of her being his secret girlfriend. Ugh. It was a combination of slut shaming due to her having a crush on him and having visited his home on her own accord lack of physical evidence, her inability to speak on the stand as she was too traumatized, her vulnerable home situation, her father was going through chemo at the time, and the unwillingness of the prosecutors to go after him. The stalking was taken slightly serious at the time, but he was ordered to stay away from her, but he repeatedly just broke the order. The one time he was punished by the judge, he was only given a few days in jail. So he continued to stalk her for years, until he was arrested for another crime. Jesus. Yeah. That's the full story? That's the full story. And this is like my worst nightmare. Yeah, that is... Like, I I have a hard time blaming him, right? Because if he was under the impression that this dude was still in jail, why would he have thought to identify that person out in public? Um, Whereas if he'd been warned, hey, this person's out, 
maybe he would have been a bit more alert and been like, oh, yeah. you actually kind of look familiar. <sighs> yeah, that's like, it's it's tough. Like, I understand the wife's not feeling safe with him right now and not feeling safe at home. So going off to be somewhere else. But for the family mm. to entirely blame him and cut him out and not respond to anything is uh, like horrible because it's clearly not yeah. something he meant to do. And if like, I don't, it's just, it's, it's tough. I, I like, there's no, there's no other, like, there's no advice I can give this dude other than yeah. just like be patient let your wife, if she ever wants to talk to you again, come around on her own terms. Try to keep talking to the family and just be like, uh, you know, explain your side and hopefully they understand uh, over time. That's a tough situation, man. Uh, like, I'm, I mean, like I said, I don't my know worst. what I would do in that situation. Yeah, I, that's my worst nightmare. Uh, like ever doing something like that. And so... <sighs> Like I feel for him. Um, and I know like I, I, I feel for the wife, like that's a horrible situation to be in and go through. And then to come home where you feel safe and just see your, uh, like sex offender right in front of you, uh, and stalker and like, that's traumatic. No wonder she had like the, the attack that she did. Cause that would be horrifying. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I, yeah. Other than that. Yeah. I don't really, there's not much we can say, but it's just a shocking story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we will move on to a brighter story. One that Josh was excited for. I really got to start <laughs> thinking about the stories I pick. I apologize. That's all me. Yeah. I feel like John I mean, right now. Don't, don't get me wrong. The stories, stories like these are good to, to discuss and talk about because they are, they do happen. And, and I, I, I want to hear kind of what the Wikimaniacs would recommend uh, for this one. Whenever we ask for that, they, we always get really good advice or, 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 or points about it. So uh, if you could, in the comments, just, you know, let us, let us know what you, what advice you would give this person, any other things we missed about it. Cause uh, I'm sure we did miss a lot of it. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's my call to action for that story. I, it's a heartbreaking story. That's all I, I've got to say right now. All right. We're, we'll take another 180 to hopefully funnier story. This is from... <laughs> spinning around today. Yeah, just spinning. <laughs> we're getting dizzy. This we're is spinning going, around like this guy does in bed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is from Today I Fucked Up, shared by our listener, Reddit user ShadowcatMD. My 20 female girlfriend of two years told me that the music that I, 25-year-old male, played during sex is weird and a major turnoff. <laughs> and uh, spoilers, it's very fucking weird. <laughs> song is not great. It's terrible. Oh, my God. A little backstory. When I first started having sex, I researched into ways to be better as I was a little stiff and pretty much had no idea what I was doing. I read online that you could play music and match the rhythm in order. Sorry, I know the story. So just the <laughs> fact that he's matching this rhythm is so good. Uh, yeah. But you could play music and match the rhythm in order to put on a better performance. 
I searched lovemaking songs and started slowly creating a playlist in which I was comfortable matching the rhythm with. <laughs> there are a few songs to my playlist. However, there is one song in particular which actually happens to be my favorite that my girlfriend oh. hates and says... What? And Wild says, that this one's his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> also, if he was searching like love making songs, how did he find this? Because uh, it's not that. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. This is what I. I hope we can play a clip of it, and I hope our Wikimaniacs have heard it because it is the weirdest song that you would imagine to have sex to. It's truly wild. Uh, continue. Sean. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just cannot. Uh, but my favorite song, my girlfriend hates and says turns her off in a major way. I don't understand <laughs> why it has taken her two years to tell me that she hates this song. It's a good love making song with good rhythm. I feel the way I <laughs> fucked up is I could have possibly asked her previously if she likes the playlist or any song she'd like to add or change. But to leave it for two years thinking our sex life is great, but in her eyes has just been ruined by my music, has left the whole situation feeling awkward, and I'm a bit annoyed. I pretty much played the tune every single time, so the amount of times she must not have been enjoying it, when I thought the complete opposite oh. is annoying, but also <laughs> embarrassing in ways. Not to mention my previous partners. However, however... They never complained about the song, so maybe it's just her. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's hilarious that he did this to other women, too. <laughs> and all of them didn't say anything. <laughs> I mean, when you're trying to get yours, I guess you're just trying to get yours. I guess, but if someone... someone <laughs> I wouldn't be able to stop laughing. I think immediately I would have been like, whoa, what? This is... This is wild. Why I think we should change the song. Oh my God. It's fucked up the relationship, to be honest, because now sex feels awkward. The other day we were having sex with no music, but I was still thrusting to the tune playing in my head. <laughs> she recognized this and asked me to stop. Just hilarious. That's the, the first time I read that. I legit <laughs> laughed out loud at that part. <laughs> I thought this song was perfect and I always thrust along with the tune and feel it gives me the perfect rhythm for doing the deed too. I usually bust <laughs> to the song and find it devastating oh, that she hates God. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot he said that. This is his climax song. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and if we could play a clip, this is where Christina will put in a five- to 10 second clip but if not you could just youtube hudson mohawk with an e and the song is called Seabat. c-b-a-t yeah uh, uh the first comment on there it says a moment in silence for that poor woman suffering two years of this <laughs> <laughs> but josh have you seen this as of four days ago he has written an update oh maybe I might have seen this. Here we go. But go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. This exploded way more than I expected <laughs> and has been overwhelming with the messages, but thought I'd give an update. The attention 
hasn't been exactly positive, and this hasn't <laughs> been the best thing to happen for my relationship, and it's now sadly over. Oh, no. I didn't expect it to blow up so much. I should have used an anonymous name instead of my real name and our real ages. Uh, <laughs> uh, for Wikimaniacs reference, the Reddit user who wrote this, their Reddit username is their first and last name. No. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a rookie. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially if you're going on somewhere that's like true off my chest. Yeah. My oh, guy. no. Uh, he, he, this, he, he posted on today. I fucked up, but maybe he posted on multiple subreddits and just got, you know, maybe he's writing the fame, but he said there aren't many 25 year old Tyler lifes who are in a relationship (laughs) with their significant other for two years, who is also 20 years old. Unfortunately, her younger sister recognized this, showed her parents who weren't happy at all and made the situation extremely (laughs) awkward. That's a fucked up move of the sister to do. Yeah, that's a fucked Jesus. up move. Oh, what made it more dang. awkward and cemented the fact that it was me is that they recognized the song. Once <laughs> at a family dinner. No! <laughs> <laughs> Once at a family dinner, we were discussing oh. music tastes and my ex-girlfriend stated that I have an odd taste in music. Everybody oh. laughed and pressed me to play something from my phone of what I like as music to which I then blessed their ears with sea bat. Okay. I will say that's not where I thought that was going. I thought it was going to be like, they noticed it because I played it in my girlfriend's room when we were doing. Oh no, that's bad. That's bad. (laughs) But that's better. But yeah, that's still (laughs) not unfortunate. Oh my God. Her father laughed and said it was terrible. I guess we all have different tastes. Although I nodded in agreement at the time, I was thinking in my head, now this is a great fucking song. (laughs) We are now over and I am moving on. A great fucking song? Get it? (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I already revealed my face on TikTok, but with the amount of hate I originally got, I decided to say I didn't have it and backtracked. That's not fun. Come on, guys. Yeah, be nice about it. He... Yeah, it's the song he likes. There's no reason to bully this guy. Yeah, it, like it. I mean, it, listen, it's a weird thing that he did, but it's not like illegal or like traumatizing. And she could have brought it up at any point. Um, so it's it's not like it's the end of the world. It's just this really cringe thing that he did. You don't have to bully him for it. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Uh, I didn't think the song is that bad, and I had no idea she didn't like it until recently. And as soon as I did, I stopped playing it. I did not force her into CBAT. Not all can handle CBAT. I know it's different. I know a lot have asked from a face reveal and for the playlist reveal. My playlist, I actually burned onto a CD and have been using Damn. my CD player. Going old school. Uh, but I'll go on YouTube and try to link all the songs into one playlist and share with you guys. And that's it. Holy shit. That is... <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I wish we could listen to the kind, song. Yeah. I mean, we could. <laughs> it's <laughs> just true. might have to cut it. But yeah, that's unfortunate that people are like bullying you and getting really personal. Like the parasocial relationships are weird uh, online. And that that's a weird one where it, it did take off on TikTok and got like millions and millions of views. Oh, man. Um, 
with the text to speech robot Reddit story that I saw. And uh, they're putting us out of business. <laughs> I know. But so, yeah, that is uh, unfortunate that it ended your relationship. I mean, maybe find a girl that also enjoys Seabat and you guys can go to town. Yeah. Listening to it. Climax <laughs> you know, together that's all to you got to go do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of thirsty Seabat fans finding you now. So there's one I upside. imagine so. They're going to be like, oh, somebody else fucks to Seabat? Hell yeah. Seabat, <laughs> uh, the, like the, the band actually responded oh, no. uh, on TikTok, <laughs> the guy. And uh, so maybe you could do like some sort of collab with them. That'd be fun. Do uh, that'd be cool if you did like a music video of you having like quote sex. unquote sex <laughs> <laughs> to the song. Oh god. Uh, these are ideas for free I'm giving you here. Come on. I know. <laughs> oh, Come on, god. Tyler Life. Yeah. This is uh one of the best today I fucked ups in history. Oh. I'm so glad we did it. I'm sad John's not here. I would feel he would have some great takes on oh, it. Oh, he would have loved it. In fact, I feel like he would have incorporated this song somehow into his love life. <laughs> into, into his sex life, actually. Yeah. Didn't he say he has like a, a speaker, speaker system throughout his whole house? I don't doubt it. Something like that? And anytime he he's ready, he'll, like he'll pump up the sea bat. Yeah. <laughs> his wife might leave him. <laughs> Today I, I fucked up. I also played sea bat. I also played sea bat. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this part. We're going to go into an ad break, and then we will be right back. Can you believe that March is already here? I can't. But what I do believe is eating better is easy and possible with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Still planning to march to the grocery store? Jesus. That's madness. You don't need to jump through hoops to get fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. Plus, you can help your boys ball out so we can quit our day jobs and bring this show to you full time by supporting our sponsors. I actually hate that you write these ads, John, <laughs> because I'm contractually obligated to read puns. But Factor got you covered on meals, including breakfast, midday bites, and many more. The best part, no more prepping, no more messy cleanup after just pop them inside a microwave and you're ready to hit a fast break in less than two minutes that's a slam dunk if you ask me <laughs> not only do you save time but you save some money too factor is less expensive than takeout it's almost as if your wallet is getting a rebound from spending more and not to mention these meals are way more nutritious head to factormeals.com slash wiki 50 and use code wiki 50 to get 50 percent off that's code wiki 50 at factormeals.com slash wiki 50 to get 50 percent off thank you factor for supporting the show seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s with new chapters added every week the excitement never ends Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. And we're back. I'm going to try and speed read through this one because we got kind of a, a time limit. But this is from Wikimaniac from our subreddit, Turtles Can Fly 7. Uh, this nice. cross posted from r slash advice, my 28 female sister. 38 or 35 female 
is demanding I either abort or let her adopt my baby. Jesus. Yeah. We did, uh, this is kind of spoilers for Friday's episode because Sienna and I have already recorded Friday's episode. Oh, okay. We actually did one from Turtles Can Fly, so oh. they're very active in our subreddit. Thank you, Turtles Can Fly 7. Shout out, shout out to them. So, I, 28 female, am currently 19 weeks pregnant. My partner, 29 male, and I are very excited as this is our first baby and we have been trying for a few months. We announced the pregnancy a month ago at a dinner party that we hosted, and everyone seemed surprised and overjoyed. My sister, 35 female, who I will call Kay, immediately burst into tears and asked me how I could do this to her. I stared at her and asked, what? She started ranting, saying that I always got everything I wanted, which is not true. I worked very hard for all that I have. And the fuck? that she knew I got pregnant just so I could rub her infertility in her face. Oh my God. She screamed at me for five minutes about how I didn't deserve to be a mother and she should be the one pregnant right now. My parents left with her soon after and the party was basically over. I was really disturbed by my sister's reaction because we had been pretty close before and she had never done anything like this. Kay called me the next day apologizing for how she acted at my announcement and asked if we could meet out for coffee. I accepted. We met up and she pretended as nothing had happened. Then she started a big speech about her infertility, how heartbreaking it is to be growing life inside of her just to lose it, and how she had always wanted children of her own. She then proceeded to ask me if I could consider getting an abortion to make things, quote, fair. What? Or letting her adopt my baby. I stared at her and asked her if she was being serious. She said she was. I dropped my part of the bill on the table and left. Okay. This? Wait, sorry. I just want to interrupt here. No, yeah, go Um, ahead. On on this part. That is extremely fucked up that you want someone else to experience that trauma uh, just to make things quote unquote fair. It would, it'd be one thing if you asked your sister to be a surrogate for you so that you could like have a baby, you know what I mean? But this is just fucked up to put that kind of, and I don't get me wrong. I feel for, for the sister, like she has gone through a lot of trauma. It sounds like she's lost a a few pregnancies, which is, extremely traumatizing and very, very, very sad, uh, honestly. But to ask your sister to go through the exact same trauma is fucked up. Like, to yeah. to, to, to wish that up on anyone is fucked up. Because you know how it feels. Why would you force someone else to go through that? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I guess that's generational trauma, but, but Jesus Christ, yeah. to watch it in action is just fucking wild. Holy shit. Yeah, it's like having someone die close to you and being like, man, I hope you get to experience that too. I hope somebody close to you dies too. Like, what? That's what I mean. So weird. It's crazy. Like, I I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, like, okay, put put it this way. If, if she had a kid, say, say K, it was K, right? K had a Mm -hmm. kid. Um, and, and OP had a kid. Say her kid got sick and passed away. God forbid. 
would she be like, okay, you need to get rid of your kid? Like, that's the exact same situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Like, holy fuck. And continue. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, no worries. It's fuck. I just had to had to hop in there on that one. Uh, She continues. L, who I assume is Kay's uh, husband or partner. They don't really discuss. Uh, But L texted me a rant that night about how I'd made how I've made Kay cry and how all they want was to be parents and that this meant so much to them and that I, quote, owed them for being more successful than them. Oh my God. My partner and I invested many years into our jobs and we have worked very hard to earn what we have now. I told them my partner and I had been hoping for kids too and that I was not giving up my baby. L hung up on me. <laughs> have you seen that key? In, this is uh, this is completely left field and, and way way more funny than it's supposed to be, but... Have you seen that Key and Pe- Peel bit where he's like, they're they're like two friends sitting on a couch. And he's like, I wrote a song for you, man. I he's saw like, TikTok oh, that's of funny. this recently. <laughs> he starts singing about how he made him, how he made him successful, and and how everything he he's done is attributed to him. <laughs> he's like, he's just singing it towards him, and he's just like, what have you done to help me succeed? And he's just singing bars about how he's he's made his friend into what he is today. <laughs> Key and, and that's the vibe I get. <laughs> it's wild how good those skits still are. Oh, truly, they're so fucking funny. Truly timeless. <laughs> uh, anyway, that just reminded me of that. I thought it was a, a weird connection, but funny. No worries. Uh, she sent me a long letter, about four pages, about how she had always wanted to be a mother and I should consider either getting an abortion or letting her adopt my baby how I should care about my older sister's happiness and how she would make a better mom, how the oldest kid should have the first grandchild and how I could always just get another baby because it was quote, so easy for me to conceive. There are other children up for adoption. Yeah. She could easily adopt. Yeah. Does she know this? Is she aware? Lots of of children in the foster system. Yeah, come on. Like, there's so many ways to do this. You could get parents. someone else to to be a, a surrogate for you if you'd like, but or this IVF. is weird. This is weird. Um, yeah. Also, you don't have to be the first child to have the grandchildren. My brother has kids and he's younger than me. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, just goes to show you, it doesn't matter how it old it is. It does not. Uh, after that, she quieted down some and I thought we were done with this, except it wasn't. She had posted my sonogram onto her Facebook and captioned it, L and I are expecting. We can't wait to meet our little princess. I was seeing red. I texted her and demanded that she takes the post down. No reply. I texted L. No reply. So I called my mother, told her what happened, and she was able to make K take the post down. K had called me petty for calling our mom and continued to demand I give up my baby. I sent her a letter explaining that I had had enough of her nonsense. I'm keeping my baby and that I recommend that she get some help. I added that if she continues, I will not hesitate to call 999. This weekend... like they're 911? I'm guessing. I don't know what country has 999. That seems like 
more easily butt dialed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good. So, I don't know where that is, but that's interesting. This weekend, however, was the absolute last straw. My mom and dad, oh, they spell mom, uh, mum, M-U-M. So, oh, so they're probably British. British. British or British. UK. Yeah, listen back to our <laughs> Harry Potter smut episode if you want to get mad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my mom and dad. Oh, that's Patreon exclusive, right? It's Patreon exclusive. Uh, yeah, yeah. So hit to join I, the Patreon is uh, to see that. <laughs> to truly burn your ear holes. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> my mom and dad have a spare key to my house. And while she was over at their house for a brunch, she took the key. While my partner and I were at work, she broke into our house and stole all the clothing, blankets, nappies, bottles, and pretty much any other item we had bought for the baby except for furniture. Holy shit. It was later returned after my mom found it in her car. I called 999, but they told me I couldn't do anything because I had no proof and because it was all returned. My partner and I are moving in April but I'm still scared my sister will find out where we live and take my child. I get that she's upset and jealous due to her infertility, but that shouldn't mean I have to give my baby up. My parents know about this and they have been doing their best to get her some help. She doesn't want to adopt because she wants a child that's her, that's her own flesh and blood. I'm due in August and the stress she's causing uh, cannot and will not be good for me or the baby. My partner is looking into a cease and desist letter. Is there anything else I should do or say? Um, is there anything else you should do or say? I don't know if there is uh, anything you can say. She seems very unhinged. Um, and also the and partner like said, also seems unhinged for being... well. <laughs> I mean, I'll so be fair to him. He's gone through, he's gone through similar, like not the same trauma. Cause it's obviously not his body, but losing a child, right. Many times. Yeah. Um, so but posting it, a sonogram but, and then stealing all that stuff. That's, yeah. That, that's and then not also a, like, that's not, you know, all there. I don't think that's all there. Okay. But, but I'm, I'm still going back to the first conversation where she was like, uh, yeah, you should have an abortion um also for, for me like that is probably the most fucked up thing out of all of those things uh yeah. <laughs> uh like she seems to be just very unhinged and i really recommend getting her help somehow uh, i don't know if that's possible but um that's a scary situation very scary mm-hmm. i don't know what to do because that's like family uh, and it seems like everyone like the mom is obviously looking into getting help but how has this not been addressed earlier? Holy shit. Like, this is wild. Yeah. That's fully unhinged, I think. is uh, Yeah. You know, it's now that we've gotten to a point in the podcast where, you know, we've gotten a decent amount of, like, people listening and people will correct us and be like, you can't say, like, you know, they're, you don't want to diagnose somebody pretty much because, no. of course, we're fucking idiots. The three of us are not, you know. We just said get therapy, so it generalizes. Yeah, Yeah, we generalize. (laughs) But everyone everyone should get therapy. So Yeah, I think she definitely (laughs) needs therapy or something. Yes. Because I think I don't think this is her right now. I think something is up. uh, You know what I mean? Especially if y'all were so close, like you say y'all were. Uh something is up. 
Well, like, and she probably has gone through some traumatic experiences. And at some point, something triggered her, like the announcement triggered her. And she's just been on this path of, well, if I can't have a child, then you can't either. Mm -hmm. Um, And and yeah, you're probably right. This is not her. It's just she has, um, you know, been triggered and has not come back from this, you know, manic episode or whatever it happens to be. And, and so she does need to get therapy both of them, both um, her and her husband seem to need to get therapy. Yeah. And like, there's a level of empathy, but at the same time, you have to worry about your own family and your only family safety. And so if moving and cutting them off for a while until your sister is back to who she's, she, you know, used to be and is stable, that might be the best plan of action. Um, just let you and it's and it's tough because you don't want to move away and then have your parents not see the the kid for a while, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think it's it might be a sacrifice you have to make for a little while, which is tough. It's tough on and and on no all one's sides. yeah, because I I like I said I do feel empathy for the sister, but it, you like you need to get help so that you can be a sister again instead of whatever this is. Um, and yeah, that's, that's all I've really got to say, but I think, I think that's all I got. Yeah. Same. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, I've already said it. Like I, you, she, everybody has to like work to get them some kind of help. Uh, yeah. Cause really that's not, I don't think that's your sister. How she no. usually is. You know what I mean? Like Josh said, yep. moving away, cutting off everybody, unfortunately, is probably your best bet. For a little while. At least yeah. until like you're you know she's doing okay again. And mm-hmm. like and even then, I don't know if I'd bring your child around her right off the bat. Maybe yeah. just go see her by yourself and then slowly reintegrate back into their lives just to try and avoid uh triggering anything. Um but like that's something you're gonna have to work on as an entire family with your parents. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I was the mom, I'd be way more terrified right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and I, I don't know. She might be. It, it just seemed like it was kind of like, oh, my mom's now looking into getting her help. But it's like that eh, probably should have happened a while ago. But yeah, as soon as the outburst I, happened, probably should have looked for a therapist. Uh, like. I would get the, if it was the first outburst, but then when it was after she'd calmed down and still asked you to get an abortion, that's when I was like, okay, yeah, you'd need help. Like, yeah, the the first uh, outburst could just be like, oh, she was triggered. Like this happened. Um, and, and like, you know, that, that happens, right? It doesn't mean you need help. It just could be something that one instance. Um, but it was when she calmed down and then was still like, no, you need to, give me your baby or abort it. That's when it's like, okay, you're not in a good place right now. Yeah. Um, you need help. So yeah, you're not the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that being said, uh, we're going to get into our, this day in history segment and then, uh, it'll be peace. Out. And then what? And then what? <laughs> Without further ado, this day in history. Welcome back, Wikimaniacs, to This Day in History, a series where we, 
your favorite TikTok boys, take you back in time to learn more about what happened on this day. Today's date is September 26th, and hopefully you are ready for a debate because we're taking things back to 1960. It seems to be a theme here on this day in history, the iconic duo of the Kennedys and the 1960s. Why? Well, it's either because our writer Alex has a fascination with the two, or maybe because they're overly highlighted things in North American history. Nonetheless, we're back to discussing the two, but we're throwing in some more politics in today's discussion. When it came to voting for the next United States president in 1960, American citizens were prompted to choose between Democratic leader John F. Kennedy and Republican Party leader Richard Nixon. Although this presidential campaign came with some controversies, such as alleged voting fraud, we're actually focusing on a notable media advancement that took place. On September 26, 1960, Kennedy and Nixon participated in the first presidential nationally televised debate. The debate was reportedly held at WBBM TV in Chicago, Illinois. According to Wikipedia, Howard Kingsbury Smith moderated the debate along with panelists Sander Vanocure, Charles Warren, Stuart Novins, and Bob Fleming. For those who may recognize Howard's name, he apparently was part of the Murrow Boys, a group of CBS radio journalists who broadcasted before and during World War II. Howard would reportedly cover Germany before Pearl Harbor and later reported from Switzerland and France. Although this televised debate sounds like a groundbreaking moment for both the presentation of American politics and also media progression, not everyone involved was feeling it. Supposedly, Nixon refused to wear makeup for the first debate. This refusal meant that his facial stubble showed prominently on the black and white television screens. Reports claimed that during the debate, Nixon started sweating under the studio lights, which wasn't hard to miss for the viewers. To be fair, I think for many, it would be hard not to get sweaty in that situation. Well, if the stubble and sweat wasn't bad enough for Nixon, his light gray suit faded into the backdrop of the set and seemed to match his skin tone. Nixon's mother, Hannah, reacted in the only way a mother would by calling immediately and asking if he was ill. To just emphasize how unwell Nixon was looking, apparently Chicago Mayor Richard J. Daley said in an interview, quote, my God, they've embalmed him before he even died, end quote. Besides the refusal of makeup, Nixon had other reasons why his performance was what it was during the first televised debate. Supposedly, Nixon claimed that he had hit his knee on a car door in Greensboro, North Carolina, after which he had to be hospitalized for a staph infection. According to the New York Times, Mr. Nixon was hospitalized for 12 days for treatment of a, ooh, hard word to pronounce, and I apologize in advance, a staphylococcus infection. Definitely not right. On his left knee, Needless to say, there's a chance Nixon probably felt as bad as he may have looked on camera. 
Well, that Wikimaniacs is what happened on September 26th, 1960. Today's lesson on this great debate wouldn't have been made possible without the following resources. Wikipedia, The New York Times, and Britannica. So, again, thank you for Alex for getting that all written up and researched for us. Uh, but it wouldn't be a This Day in History segment uh, without giving a shout out to all of our patrons. So let me pull up all our patrons here. We are at a holy moly. We're at 101 patrons, guys. That means that coming up soon, we will be filming and recording. Those are the same things. But anyways, we will be doing a Hot Ones episode with your boys. So the three of us will be answering questions while eating very, very hot chicken wings. And uh, the only way to see that or to hear that or to experience that is to be a patron. So if you're a patron, congrats. That's coming your way soon. If you're not a patron, you're going to want to hop on patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network. The link is in the show notes. And uh, yeah, if that sounds interesting to you, hop on that, join, find the tier that you like and uh, become a patron. But with that being said, it's time to give a shout out to our 101 patrons. We can't thank you guys enough for keeping the show afloat. It's incredible. It's insane. 101. We have to keep making stretch goals. It's a good problem to have. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us. And uh, we hope you enjoy the the stuff we do for you guys. And uh, if not, let us know what more you would like. We're here to serve you. All right. So let's give a shout out. Here we go. This is always difficult and I always get anxious. Shout out to Evelyn, Christine, Pixel Mom EG, Kite, Heather, Caitlin, Kelsey, Andrea, Jillian, Aaron, Kawina, Renee, Appeline, Rhonda, Stephanie, Rhiannon, Christine, Juice Machine, Kate, Carolyn, Rihanna, Mary Elena, Neen, Amanda, Adam, Jacqueline, Michelle, Allie, Ashley, CJ, Cicely, Haley, Brittany, Little Rosie, Erori, Saskia, Andy, Sky, Lucilini, Amber, Reed, Noah, Itzel, Nelly, Sasha, Megan, Alex, Caitlin, Casey, Ringo, Paula, Dan, Rochelle, Carrie, Barry, Dee, Mariana, Ekaterina, Jen, Jenny, Leanne, Elizabeth, Corey, Carter, Amber, Dominique, Marine, Chantel, Tiffany, Risa, Kieran, your girl, Diana, Catherine, Diana, Erica, Alina, Nia, Jen, Crystal, Danielle, Michelle, Alexis, Jasmine, Miss Doolittle, Mary Ann, Sarah, Free Gnomes, Susan, Phantom Fox 98, Dan, A Spooky Tales, Blurina, Katie, Ileana, Micah, Valentina, Alex, Haru, Aaron, Gabby, Lindsay, Ann, the OG of OGs, Vina. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show financially. Uh, if you're not in a spot to support us financially, or if you just flat out don't want to, that's fine too. But if you can't support us financially, support us by, you know, listening to the show, which you've already done. Share with some of your friends. Maybe you give us a review on wherever you're listening and or watching. And uh, maybe you can even hit us up on our subreddit or hit us up on our Discord. Just say hi. Thank you guys to all the listeners, patrons and non-patrons. Thank you to Alex for writing this day in history. And thank you, Christina, for editing. 
I'm sure I fucked up a bunch. So Christina is here to make me specifically sound good. Josh and John are usually fine. So thank you, Christina, for all that you do. And uh, yeah, let's get back to the episode. Love you guys. Bye. And that's it for this day in history. Thank you for listening. Another shout out. I'm sure I already did it five times to Alex from Weird Distractions Podcast and all the patrons. I, of course, shout you guys out every this day in history. And shout out to Christina, our new editor. Shout out to Christina, our new editor. Can we slam yeah. dunk on our old editor yet or no? Is that... I I want to wait until John's here so we can all do it collectively as a okay. family. All right. Yeah. <laughs> a jumping of sorts. Yeah, exactly. We'll wait. We'll wait <laughs> until our contract's up. Ah, <laughs> God damn it. All right. Well, gotta love it. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for listening all the way to the very end. If you want to get more of our show, we have the subreddit. We got the Discord, we got Twitter, we got TikTok, we got YouTube, we got Patreon, we're on Instagram. I don't know if I said that already, but all of those (laughs) will be in the show notes. We got all that stuff. We're very easy to find and talk to. We're pretty easy. Yeah, we're pretty just easy in general. Yeah, So easy going. If you want to talk to us, if you want to submit a story... You could hit us up on any of those things. The subreddit is probably the best place to share a story, but you could say hi to us wherever. Yeah. Discord is active. I haven't been as active. Probably. I won't probably be active until October, to be honest. <laughs> I apologize yeah, yeah. for that just because I've been, you know, getting on the trip and we're trying to record. We've recorded so many episodes. The oh, past few weeks. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, just so, so that we can make it through to October. But yeah, appreciate all the support and love. Love you guys. And hopefully, hopefully I get my passport. <laughs> Josh is in Greece right now and I'm in San Francisco. You'll love to see it. We're all vibing. Wow. All right. Almost opposite time zones. That's <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk for two weeks, probably. <laughs> That's all right. We, we've That's talked fine. so much in the past three weeks that it makes That's up true. for it. Yeah. We're sick of each other, right? Nah, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right, well, that's right. it for this week with Maniacs. We love you guys. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Do it. Just do it. Expert in fucking power. Great power. For the fifth time, it's your boy Sean. <laughs> <laughs>